0: Grade one, Allison. Grade two, also Allison. Uh, Grade three, Rachel. Grade four,
1: What you're hearing is my husband, Tim, citing a list of all the girls he had crushes on during school, starting in first grade and ending in 12th. I'm Lita, and this started as a podcast about love, and it is, which we'll hear about soon, but it's also about loss. When Tim was 17, his mom, Jamian, with whom he had a difficult relationship, died after a 10-year bout with breast cancer. She was 48. uh, For this podcast, Tim agreed to talk about his experience with grade school crushes, being in love for the first time, and how feelings of love got mixed in with feelings of loss. So, why do you think you remember these crushes so clearly?
0: Because when I had them, they were extremely important.
1: Even in grade one?
0: Yeah, I mean, they they all sort of, you know, consumed a lot of my fantasy life.
1: What did you fantasize about?
0: Well, I mean, it changed as I got older.
1: Yeah, so take take me through that progression.
0: Well, in first grade, I just wanted to sleep with everybody.
1: (laughs) Come on, seriously.
0: I mean, I'm pretty sure, you know, it went from... I mean, in grade school, just like holding hands with somebody is insanely, and probably middle school too, is just insanely exciting and also anxiety inducing. I remember in fourth grade, the girl that I liked, Nicole, I learned that she liked me back. And I remember riding on the chairlift at the snowball with her and getting the courage to put my arm around her shoulder. And it was like, I couldn't, it was like nothing I had ever experienced before. Also, after I did that, I told everybody, you know, all of like my, my small inner circle that I had almost made out with her.
1: (laughs) Did you continue to embellish the physical acts you were participating in to your
0: friends? This wasn't in my mind. That wasn't an embellishment. That was the literal truth. Like I believed that. That you had almost made out. Yes. And also that's, that is, you can almost do anything, right? I mean, so it's not entirely false.
1: I like how that logic is still, still present with you today. Well, it's just that
0: I truly believed that. Like I was, you know, I felt like that was one step. I basically felt like I had gotten to third base and like making out with her would have been going all the way.
1: Did it ever go any further than the arm around her on the chairlift?
0: No, I'm pretty sure that was as far as it went. Although, like, you know, I put my arm around her across several chairlift rides, you know, across several weeks or months. Oh, this was a performance. Yeah, yeah. Um, And I I do remember that she broke up with me. (laughs) It's funny to think that, you know, like, the closest we got to, like, consummating the relationship or even acknowledging it really was, like, me... (laughs) putting my arm around her on the chairlift. But at one point, yeah, she did break up with me and she like sent me a note. I was just devastated. There was somebody else that she liked, I guess.
1: When did you fall in love for the first time? Uh, falling in love. Like,
0: you know, you, you always think that you're falling in love when you're like really young and like have a crush on somebody. Right. I mean, I did at least, uh,
1: well, what's the first time you fell? What you consider really in love
0: with, and I'm my first girlfriend, I was, uh, 17. No, I was 18.
1: How did being in love for the first time feel?
0: It was pretty magical. I mean, it, yeah, it sort of like consumed my entire headspace for a long time. Also, it's hard to, it's hard to know, especially in your like first relationship, when you cross over from infatuation to love. So I don't, I don't have a specific I don't remember that point in my mind. I just remember like the infatuation stage and also the newness of the whole thing because it was the first relationship that I had just being sort of all consuming for a few months. I mean, we started dating right at, uh, right at the end of high school and we sort of almost broke up, uh, early on in our freshman years because we were at different colleges.
1: Do you remember why you two decided to stay together even though you were going to colleges in different states?
0: Yes, uh, we decided to stay together because neither of us wanted the relationship to end. And I think I was probably pushing staying together a little bit harder than she was because I just, yeah. I mean, essentially, I didn't see any reason to, like, kill a good thing that we were both enjoying, uh, based on the assumption that it would be more difficult than, than was worthwhile. I wanted to, you know, make sure that it actually was more difficult than was worthwhile before we broke up
1: and it wasn't. I think a lot of people go to college assuming that there will be an abundance of romantic options for them.
0: I did not go to college feeling that way. And I sort of imagine that part of that was because I never had any romantic options available to me for the first 18 years of my life. So, or, or if I did, I wasn't aware of them. I was pretty insecure in that respect. So yeah, I wasn't looking to college as like, you know, a cornucopia of new conquests or anything like that.
1: Do you feel like everyone else has something that you don't because your mom isn't alive anymore?
0: Yeah, not everybody else. Um, But yeah, I mean, it is, you know, I guess it's easy to feel that way, even though logically, I, you know, there are tons of people out there who have a similar situation to me or have, you know, have other situations that have, you know, other like tragedies uh, that have shaped them. But it's still. I guess a lot less so now, but, like, back then made me feel like I was, like, part of uh, an elite (laughs) club of, you know, people who, like, knew true pain. It was very, I don't know, emo is maybe too glib a word, but it was something that I, in some weird way, felt proud of.
1: Like, proud that you'd survived? Yeah. Yeah what was your relationship with your mom like?
0: It was frequently strained. And I think the root cause of that strain was
1: <clears throat>
0: essentially I was, I was very argumentative and pushed back really hard against uh, rules and boundaries that she set. She was also argumentative and had a very clear idea in her head of how kids should be raised and, I think we butted heads a lot because the things that I wanted to do and also the, my, my personality w- were at odds with her notions of what successful, uh, child rearing would look like. She was concerned that I would turn out to be like a broken human being in some fundamental ways. I might be, I might be incredibly self-centered and She was worried about my relationships with other people.
1: And she didn't understand your intense interest in computers.
0: Well, she understood it, but she saw it as... She saw it as an interest that would only exacerbate the sort of antisocial tendencies that I already had.
1: So did you guys fight a lot? Yeah. So tell me about starting to date your first girlfriend, Anna.
0: The relationship started soon after she died. It was actually about a year after she died. And, and just felt like this, it didn't just, it, uh, it didn't feel like a new beginning. It felt like an entire reset on my relationship with women. I mean, not my, like, I didn't really have any relationships with real relationships with women outside of my mom. And that one was tough in many ways. And so, you know, this relationship, first girlfriend relationship Part of the reason it was so intensely good in the early days and and part of the reason that it felt so intensely awful when it ended was because of these other feelings around my relationship with my mom and her death that were sort of all intermingled with this other relationship. Also, the reason I can say that is that I've been psychoanalyzed for many years and professionals have told me these things
1: what did you experience when your mom died
0: i i feel like i suppressed a lot of my worst feelings around uh around her death and that that has come back a number of times in pretty major ways in the seven in the whatever it's been 15 years since like what well i mean the intensity that i f- like uh, that I felt the loss of my first relationship was way out of proportion. I mean, it was an intense experience you know we had been together uh, together for three years. but at the time that it happened, it felt I, I quite literally felt like I was going through, it felt like going through mom's death again only it was worse this time. It was very wrapped up in feelings of her death. Essentially, on some level, not on a rational level, but on some deep level that I was not able to suppress. Yes, it did feel that way. It felt as, it felt
1: as devastating. No,
0: it felt way more devastating. And so, you know, it was sort of clear to me, even at the time, and not that this took any great perception, but it was clear to me that the reason that it was so that part of the reason that it was so painful was because of these suppressed feelings around mom's death.
1: I wonder if most people feel as devastated by the end of their first relationship as, you know, maybe not quite as devastated as you've described because it was all wrapped up in your mom. But I know when my first relationship ended, I literally thought I would not survive. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't think I would die, but I. I thought I would not survive in some other way. Right, right. I remember I had a dermatologist appointment the next day, and I could like, I could almost barely believe that everything in the world was just as I had left it the day before, except for me. Yeah. Pretty soon you'll have been without your mom as long as you were with her. Yeah, yeah,
0: I, I think about that uh, on occasion.
1: What does that mean to you?
0: It's still, I mean, it doesn't feel that way at all. You know, it feels like, it doesn't It doesn't feel like it's almost been 17 years. It feels like it's been less time. That said, like, my, you know, the, like, pain of the loss is, does feel like, you know, 17 years old or more. Like, it's not something that uh, I experience on a regular basis at all. I would guess that some of that has to do with the fact that when you're younger time seems to move more slowly. And when you're older, it moves more quickly. So the 17 years from birth to mom's death, I think a lot about those years, not just, you know, her dying. A lot of those years just feel more elongated than, you know, years since. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. I remember you telling me pretty early on in our relationship that whenever you had dreams about your mom, you guys were fighting
0: Did I say that?
1: Yeah. So, what kind of relationship do you think you and your mom would have if she were alive today?
0: I think, you know, essentially I've turned out okay, so. I think that we would have a very uncomplicated, normal, loving relationship. Not that we didn't have a loving relationship before, but we had a complicated relationship, which I think would just not at all be the case now.